Discretion is advised. Some of the jokes you will hear on this podcast will be offensive to some people. None of these jokes reflect our real opinions or views. Please enjoy, and as always, thank you for supporting by giving us a listen. Make sure. Why don't please. you turn the fucking metronome off? <laughs> you just start <laughs> recording right there. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> what an overall. Starting off what real strong <laughs> with Eddie just giving some fucking what sass. A fucking intro. <laughs> No one even got to hear my nice flow there. <laughs> <laughs> I know we got a none of Riker, and then all of a sudden, why the fuck didn't you just turn that? <laughs> About to get off. Oh, uh, this my shit. <laughs> no. <laughs> Welcome back, guys. We're on a new episode of Scumcast. You know, we're still doing professional intros as always. Um, yeah, we're we're back here. We're we're back with our our boy Ronnie. It's your boy Joey Bag of Beans back for another one. It doesn't matter what your name is. I kind of want his mic to be further away from him now. <laughs> yeah, honestly, he could have. We could have done with a little bit further. <laughs> that is that is aerial rape. He does he does his normal sound check of check check. Oh, my name's like, and then on the podcast, he's like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> from now on, Eddie, every time you feel like you're about to get loud, just like take your mic and. <laughs> Push it like salt and pepper, guys. I Push it. fucking hate this podcast. <laughs> okay, guys, thanks for coming to yes. our podcast. We're out. Credits <laughs> probably roll. forever. Um, so uh, you're here with me, good old, good old me, Bishop. I didn't even start a timer. Look at me being so professional. Still, same wow. fucking thing that happened. This guy's good at his job. I know, real good. Um. We have Eddie here, as you heard at the he, he uh, introduced. <laughs> he was the intro. It doesn't matter what uh, my name is. Um, no, you already said your name. Yeah, so does but, bag of but beans. he wanted to relay to me that it did not, in fact, matter what my name was. Oh, why are you being so rude? Oh yeah, that's right. He yelled, "Jesus Christ!" The Rock know. literally just happened. Yeah, it was know. it was a reference. The Rock. Oh, Rock the Dwayne Johnson. I want to fucking stand up and leave this podcast. All right. Right anyway, <laughs> God, I you, almost just stood up and walked out of the fucking room just now. <laughs> Every word that's come out of your mouth today. God damn it. By the way, I'm here too. I'm yeah, Riker. we have we have Riker back on. Riker, the boy. The the one that's not pissing me off. My Actually, sexual. You're what? Huh? <laughs> All right, guys, how we uh, how we kicking this off? You said you had a com- you had a topic for me and Riker with wrestling, or do you want to go yeah. to a different topic? Go straight into the wrestling. Fine. Yeah, we'll we'll get into that. Give a little so, backstory. Um, I recently just got into kind of got into AEW. Yeah. So here's a quick little backstory. Um, me and Ronnie grew up with wrestling, and uh, I knew some people um, that have been diehard fans, but Ronnie is also a diehard fan. And uh, we've always been watching AEW. I got into it first. Me and Angela had watched the very first event that they came out with uh, three years ago. And uh, then I got Ronnie into it because he was a WWE fan and not enjoying it. Yeah. As to many fans. Yeah. <laughs> and I showed him AEW. The first, the first one he watched was the Brody Lee tribute episode. I when fucking Brody cried my goddamn eyes out. It was such a good for episode. For like an hour and I a half. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. Yeah, right this wrestler, he uh, his name was Brody Lee. He was from WWE. He wrestled in WWE, and he also wrestled in uh, another company called GCW. But anyways. Yeah, after he uh, after he passed away, uh, they went to his son, who is, uh, I think he's like 10 years old right now. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, they went to his son. They offered him a quote unquote AEW contract. So he's under contract technically with the company until he's 18 years old. Oh, so they're basically like giving the, the family money uh, as if he's under contract. And then that night that was the Brody Lee tribute, they let uh, his son do the card for the entire match. So he decided every single match on the entirety of the show, like who was uh, wrestling who and whatnot. Yeah. So he got to basically make the episode. Yeah, it was pretty tight. It was a cool tribute show. Um, But Bishop, on the other hand, he's more of the alpha Chad mindset. Super Chad. Bringing that back. Callback. We just the, had an the poser alpha Chad. Uh, <laughs> what do you want from me? <laughs> no, but he had that stereotypical view of like, oh, it's fake, it's stupid, it's silly, and it is, it is silly and goofy at times. But um, for me, it's always been entertaining. It's something I've always been around. Well, and, I've uh, learned to enjoy it as entertainment now. Yeah, it is and, silly. Uh, I still agree. It's silly, goofy, but now I can enjoy the yeah, silliness. That's, that's yeah. part of the experience. Yeah. So, um, how it ended up happening is I was I just watch AEW all the time, and I'm always here. So passing by, you ended up hearing and seeing MJF, and you got into his character, and that was the first one you got into. Um, and you would joke like, "Man, maybe I start got to start watching this now because of MJF's character." And then eventually, I got you to sit down and watch an episode, and then a pay per view, and then Riker was here for the pay per view. And I don't know if he grew up watching wrestling or anything like that. I don't know how he is with it. Uh, so my cousin and I grew up playing uh, one of the video games. SmackDown uh, versus Raw? It might have been, or it might have just been like one of the... Like 2K? Like a PS1 yeah. game, PS2 game? Definitely a PS2 game. And uh, like my cousin's uh, constant like go-to would be John Cena and mine would be Rey Mysterio. Mm. I would always pick Rey Mysterio as well. Respectable. He's he's, he's more accessible guy for everybody. Just because he's super flashy. He's always been consistent. That's probably why I liked him. He he was just like flipping around. He's a a small dude in the realm of giants just going hard. Yeah. So hanging out with these guys and watching AEW with y'all is uh, making me start to get into it a little more. I was going to say, uh, it's starting to bring tears to my eyes. (laughs) I'm getting back into it. My question for you two, for both of you guys, is what is your honest opinions on watching it? You know, like you just mentioned how it is silly and goofy, but what actually makes you entertained by it? Like, what are some of the things that you do like that caught your attention? And are there any things that, like, you would change if you could? Like, things (laughs) that you could do without? Um... I don't. I don't know. I don't think I can. I. I, I'm not that person that's just like, let me, set aside my time to to watch this. Other than if MJF came on. But um, if if you guys are like saying, oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna sit down and watch some AEW tonight, I'd be like, all right, let me let me get a couple drinks and uh, sit down and watch it with you guys because it's just one of those things like. You you have shows that you get invested in, and then you have shows where you can just turn your brain off. Mm. And I feel like that's one of those shows where I can just turn my brain off and just watch big bulky dudes just slap each other around and stuff and make unnecessary drama. Yeah, and it's it's so goofy. And now I, I now I can appreciate the goofiness, and I appreciate that it is not 
real wrestling. It's just fucking something that you would think of doing as a kid. Yeah, it's like a and, it's like a reality TV show storyline. Yeah, like and people like, are just starting drama with each other for no fucking reason. Yeah, the, it just comes out like, of nowhere. The bumps are real. The slams are real. The weapons are real. But yeah. like fucking. At the end of the day, everything is set up beforehand. Right. You just got to respect it, what it is for it, what it is. And and what I really appreciated was the uh, the MJ off. The MJ off. The MJ, MJ off. <laughs> <laughs> I just love his shit talking. Like, to be able to go on stage and... What was the last one he said about... War- What's that guy's name? Wardlow? Ward- yeah, yeah, Wardlow. Wardlow, he's like... Literally, the crowd's getting angry, and all of a sudden, he just cuts off the crowd. And he's like, "I will literally tie Wardlow to a cross." Yeah, he said, "I will literally and, tie him to like a cross, like Jesus, like Jesus Christ." Literally he was in says Texas, that. In Texas is a huge fucking. I like religious that, place. Yeah, I like that he picks these states out and just makes fun of them based off of stereotypical. You don't jokes. shut the hell up! I will literally tie him to a cross. He's he's already called them like incest and all this stuff. Yeah. And, it's it's fucking great. I love the shit talking on the on the show. I think, in all honesty, I think MJF. I've said this before to you guys and stuff, but he he really is just good at his job. Like he stays in character constantly, even at meet and greets. We saw that videos yeah. of that, and he's he stays in character, and it's refreshing to see in the age of like. And I don't mean to sound all politics and stuff, but like, it's like. You know, with cancel culture now and stuff, like it's PC kind of a breath era. of fresh air. Like everybody knows who respects it and likes it. Like everybody knows it's all an act. It's all a, a stage performance. Right. But then, the, so he gets away with saying these offensive things, and it's a breath of fresh air in an age where you can't talk like that anymore. Oh, absolutely. I, I that's why I really gained a lot of respect for it was because of him, and then. You guys are showing me. I was able to gather some people I like watching and I get entertained by. Yeah, you got so, a whole top five now. I think so. I think it is a top five at this point. You want to give the people your top five? <sighs> um, I would say it's obviously MJF is number one. I, I guess the others, I don't really have a necessary order for them. But I know Orange Cassidy's on it. Mm. Uh, Dan Housen. Dan Housen's the shit. Um, Eddie Kingston because he's just goofy. It's just so goofy to watch him. He's a, he's a typical New Yorker. Yeah, I love like, his shit talking. Yeah. It's great. Um, and then I would probably say... I don't know, the Hardy Boys have, have, have been starting to... <coughs> I've been starting to get entertained by them, especially after that dance that he did when his brother's just getting beat up. <laughs> Shout out Jeff Hardy. Yeah. <laughs> but I would also say Adam Cole. Is that his name? Yeah. Yeah, I like him too, because he plays Elden Ring. And it's it's funny to say that too because I remember when he first came out, and it was uh, Adam Cole versus Adam Page, and uh, it, Hangman Page caught his attention just because of his get up. He was into his oh, I character. I like him too. And Adam Adam Cole Bishop's first reaction to him was he just looks generic, man. Like, yeah. He just looks boring, like Kinda, a generic yeah. guy. But he's small. Though he looks small, yeah, he's but he's not actually small. <laughs> he's got—he does have a little bit of a, a unique body type, I guess. He's got a big ass head. Yeah, maybe that's it. So at first he didn't really like him, and then he saw that he plays Elden Ring on his streams, and he's like, "Oh, I respect this. I respect this guy now." Yeah, he wasn't doing too bad either. Like, I don't know. I found that interesting. What about you, Riker? Yeah, 
Yeah, I, I haven't watched uh, nearly enough to have a top five, but what I uh, did get to watch with you guys, I uh, think I became a Jungle Boy fan. Jungle Boy's the shit. That yeah. that team's fun to watch. I love Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Yeah, Luchasaurus. They... Luchasaurus is badass. But, yeah, I, I've learned to gain respect for it. You guys got me in it. I I understand it now. It's just grown-up boys. Boys will be boys. <laughs> Exactly. It's sports entertainment. You just I move think from uh, the it's sports entertainment to the actual wrestling ring. Like I would, I would actually say it's it, it is just sports entertainment. I would not classify them as wrestlers at all because when you see an actual wrestling event, like act the actual sport, and then you see this, this is. I do think it's funny that like. The difference between pro wrestling and amateur wrestling is that amateur wrestling is actual like wrestling wrestling. The Olympics and pro wrestling, wrestling the is real like storyline, <laughs> yeah, already planned out, planned out finishes and shit. It is a little backwards, huh? It like is. you're an amateur when you're actually good at this. <laughs> you're a professional when you can fake that you're good at. Little this. did you know the actual wrestlers. Actual people that wrestle would probably beat the shit out of pro wrestlers. Yeah, more often than not, probably. That's why people like fucking Ronda Rousey and Brock Lesnar and Kurt Angle and people like that have always dominated the sport Like when they change over. Like mm-hmm. someone who's like a gold medalist in wrestling or somebody who's been like a champion in MMA or UFC, they'll fucking transition over and immediately get the push of a fucking lifetime just because like they're in a more physical sport that's real like actual dominance and shit. Yeah. And then you have people like CM Punk. Yeah. I don't want to talk about his UFC run. People <laughs> people who go from pro wrestling and they're like, hey, let's let's try some MMA. And they're like, oh, shit. I Where's my script? I shouldn't have tried that MMA. Where's my pipe bomb? <laughs> the promos don't give me any power here. Where are my weapons? I'll say there's one person that did it, though. And did really well. Jake Hager. He was uh, in WWE. His name was Jack Swagger. And then he went to MMA and started uh, fighting in Bellator. And he's now he's he's an undefeated fighter. 3-0 right, right now. 3-0. Mm-hmm. So. They need to make him fight JDF like they did to CM Punk. <laughs> <laughs> Would uh, one of your favorite wrestlers be Logan Paul now? Oh man! Oh man! <laughs> Fucking WrestleMania! That, that's a that's a whole another uh, podcast episode right there. Yeah. We're talking <laughs> about that. Logan but, Paul, uh, the MGK I of have, the wrestling world. I have Dude. seen and been informed that he actually was kind of good. Yeah, and I don't know why, but that makes me even more upset. It's, I need to point out that it's kind of funny that we're doing this podcast on WrestleMania weekend and we're talking about wrestling. So that's pretty cool. So just for the people out there, this is being recorded on WrestleMania weekend. Yesterday was night one of WrestleMania and tonight's night two. But um, yeah, we're not WWE fans over here, but it's WrestleMania. It's the Super Bowl of WWE basically. And so we tuned in and yeah, Logan Paul wrestled yesterday and that was pretty interesting do you think yeah. if the paul brothers never started a youtube channel and let's just say he came out of the blue and joined wrestlemania and did all the boxing shit would we all have a little bit more respect for him yeah maybe yeah yeah if he just... wasn't like one of the most ignorant fucking people yeah like if he was just like an a good dude or like like a decent human being 
that came up and did the shit, him or his brother, I'm sure it would have been a much different storyline for... And you, maybe if he didn't get as big as he did on YouTube in the first place, maybe it would have gone that way. Yeah, because, like, he started on Vine. Because YouTube and, like, that well, kind of social media stuff gave him I think him he ego. started in Disney Channel, and that's... Oh, that's, did he? Yeah, no, he that was... I th- wasn't that Jake? One of them. I think well, maybe both. Yeah, Logan's the only one. Both. I think it was one of them. I know one of them was on the Disney Channel, but I think that's kind of what started their rise in like fame and then like Vine and then yeah. stuff like that. I do think that's a big part of it, though, talking about the Paul brothers, um, that it's it, it kind of goes with their personalities and their status on YouTube and stuff. Because in all honesty, if it wasn't for their personalities and the way that they act and the things they do, then yeah, I probably would respect them more because I mean they. I I hate to say it, but they're not that terrible, and like like he did all right. I heard Logan Paul did all right at WrestleMania. I I wouldn't say that they're great boxers. Jake like Paul how probably, the narrative shows. Jake Paul probably more than Logan Paul. Yeah, but they do have some talent there. Like if you watch yeah. their matches, they do have some skill and stuff that, but. There's star status off of YouTube and their personalities is what kill it. And, yeah. And the fact that like their status gets them so much shit for free. Well, their like, own, the whole fan base was literally 12 year old girls like and stuff. So just purely under their status and their fame, they're able to get pushed into these big time like fucking main event boxing. Oh, matches absolutely. And fucking huge WrestleMania matches that there's wrestlers that have fucking probably wrestled for 30, 40 years that will never get to fucking be in WrestleMania. But they get to just because their names. Well, yeah, it's social media is the thing and all of these businesses have to go with the time. Yep. So if they see the Paul brothers, oh, these guys were famous on YouTube and now they're boxers and stuff. Why not have them on WrestleMania as well? Because everyone knows the Paul brothers because of YouTube. Yep. And it's like the the times have changed. And if you were to look at this like 10 years ago, someone famous on YouTube, you wouldn't think of them going on actual TV network shows and stuff like that because they, yeah. they didn't give a shit. That but wasn't now that what YouTube was back then. Yeah. Now that YouTube is becoming its own TV network mm-hmm. in a way. Bigger than TV. Ba- bigger, yeah. basically. Yeah. And it's like now people are able to... It's almost to, like it was like a streaming service before streaming services. Yeah, and now YouTube stars are basically celebrities now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're classified as celebrities. Yeah, and a lot of them are getting like actual TV deals and shit off of it and getting into movies because of YouTube. Mm-hmm. Same thing with TikTok, and TikTok's just a branch to get to your other networks, and it's, 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 it's nuts. And kind of back on MJF, I think he... Uh, realizes how big social media is and that's why he keeps up his character all the time because he knows that everything gets recorded yeah in uh in in wrestling uh there's a word for it it's called kayfabe and kayfabe means like keeping in character for like whatever your gimmick is staying in that character whether it be on the street or in the ring and so like whereas mjf is concerned he is a fucking master at keeping kayfabe because he is the same person no matter where you meet him. That's. I think I was telling Eddie about it. I was like, what, what if like he ends up getting a wife and a and child, and like he keeps his character, dude, at, like at, at, at the house. He's just like we've heard insulting stories. his wife and insulting. his We've kids. heard stories from like fucking other wrestlers and like Tony Khan, the owner of the company, that he's like a fucking great guy. That he's like an incredible dude and he's like a locker room leader. 
And he's just I bet like, he is. And from the perspective of anyone who watches MJF, you're like, no fucking way. The asshole. <laughs> you're shitting gold. me. Yeah. I think <laughs> that was, that was about him is it is the kayfabe because there is no video. I I've gone deep dive into YouTube to try to find a video of him out of character but he's been this character since he started wrestling in the independent circuit. Um, so before he got big, before he was signed to AEW, he wrestled in the indies, like, you know, in his hometown or wherever. And that was always his character was being a heel, being a douchebag. Right. And anywhere on YouTube, any single video, every video you find of him, he's in character. It's really hard to find anything even remotely out of character and the only thing i have found is what ronnie just pointed out is there's been podcasts or interviews with like tony khan the the boss or other wrestlers and they like say that he's a locker room leader and he's great behind the scenes and stuff but we have no evidence of it so it's like crazy and it's awesome because that that keeps you invested into that Mm, character yeah because we don't see that nice side of him we just see what he does, like, and it's it's so cool. That's, the that's, god of kayfabe was The Undertaker. The Undertaker did it for 30 years. Yeah, 30 straight years, The Undertaker was The Undertaker and nothing else. You didn't know anything about his fucking personal life. You didn't know anything about him at all. He was just The Undertaker. That's pretty cool. That, that's, that was a, what I was going to point out is that was another reason why I got into it is because when I watch a movie and stuff like that, I really... Even if the plot line's bad or whatever, I really look out for good acting. It gets you invested. It, yeah, it brings me into the movie. Makes instead it of, real. Yeah. Instead of makes me making me feel like I'm watching a movie, I, I feel like I'm brought into it. And when I saw all the MJF stuff that you, you guys were showing me and how he stays in character like all the time and making fun of 11-year-old girls. Oh, yeah, making fun stuff. of fucking crippled people. Crippled people, too. They can't walk. I'm like, oh, my God, this guy is a great actor. He's a fantastic actor. He's and, incredible at being a piece of shit. And I love it. I I love I love that he can stay in character like that and be a douchebag to kids and crippled. Yeah. I love that I love that AEW is the type of company that will allow him to do these sorts of things. Because I'm surprised. he's the perfect heel. He's the perfect character to hate. You cannot like this man truly. Like you can like him for being a piece of shit, but you can't actually enjoy him as a person it's literally impossible and that's why he's so fucking good at what he does it's he's just, like season eight of game of, just kidding, no just kidding that's another podcast i don't want to talk about that <laughs> don't even fucking say the forbidden phrase those three words shall not be uttered yeah we'll, we'll stay away from that for the rest of my life i was Anyways, MJF. <laughs> yeah. So um, with that, um, there's the funny thing is, is the way you you got into wrestling is how I got into wrestling and stuff like that. When I was little, there'd be a character that you would see that you would latch onto, and that's what made you fall in love with the when sport. When you were little, yeah, you call me immature. No, yes. fucking okay, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> like for me, it was Jeff Hardy. Um, you know, Same. this guy jumping off crazy stuff and doing these crazy spots. And I'm like, man, this guy is insane. And that's what made me love wrestling because this dude and it was the same with him. Kayfabe was crazy back then. And especially because the Internet wasn't huge. 
So anytime you'd see him, it was either on TV or if they had like some behind the scenes stuff, but he acted out like his character. He he was his character, but that's what the Hardys are. They they've always been themselves basically. Mm. But it was cool. That's that's what got me into it. Just like how MJF got you into it. Yeah, uh relating more to uh to Bishop's side of things, uh the main like wrestler that was always my favorite and still is to this day is Randy Orton. Randy Orton is almost always been a bad guy. He's been a fucking heel for almost his entire career. Right now, he's a good guy. He's, like, the face of the fucking tag team division. But, like, for the majority of his career, Randy Orton is the bad guy. They call him the Viper. He lives up to the nickname. He's a snake. He will fuck over any and everybody. And I remember when I was little, he was in a fucking, uh, they call it a stable. It's a group of fucking different wrestlers. He was in a group called uh, Evolution. Evolution. Evolution was Triple H. Randy Orton, Batista, and Ric Flair, four of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Randy Orton and Batista were real young at the time. Ric Flair was already considered, like, the greatest ever. And Triple H was, at the time, like, the best wrestler in the business, debatably. And uh, I remember watching that growing up, and I was, like, adjusting to everything. And then they ended up fucking over Randy Orton right after he won the championship. He was, like, the youngest at the time to ever win the championship. And they fucked him over, teamed up against him, beat the shit out of him, and they gave him a huge push. And I was like, let's go. I loved Randy Orton. That was like peak Randy Orton is when they gave him that push. And that just fucking made me fall in love with the that was the what, That was what popped your bone. That, was, for that was what did it. Because I was like, I love Randy Orton. And then they would do such crazy spots with him. Because like everybody knows Randy Orton's finisher, the RKO out of nowhere, where he just fucking, oh, yeah. Oh, the, the meme? Yeah, yeah. The, okay. exactly, the meme. Yeah, and uh, he would get some crazy ones off. There would be people, like, fucking doing backflips, and he would catch them off that into the backflip into it. He would fucking toss people up in the air, catch them through a fucking table with it. He would fucking... There was one time John Cena had him up in his move, and he went to flip him over, and he fucking adjusted, countered it, and hit him with the RKO instead of getting hit with John Cena's finisher. It was great, dude. I fucking love Randy Orton. And despite him always being a bad guy, I was like, dude, he's the shit. Like, fuck those people. There was a time when he was called the Legend Killer, and he just walked around beating the shit out of old wrestlers all the time. Loved that shit. <laughs> that was a great. That was great. That was a, Literally, great like time. fifty, sixty, seventy-year-old wrestlers. Sometimes he's just walking around RKO and all of them beating the shit out of them. There were fucking female wrestlers that would catch an RKO now and then. It was great. I yeah, miss that era of fucking wrestling. He bro. stayed in character and went to their houses and murdered them. He might have. Who knows? <laughs> Who He's fucking a viper, knows? Man. Out of nowhere, what would, bro. Uh, what would be your personality trait as a wrestler? That's Each a good fucking who question. We, who are we starting with here? I'll start with me. I'm gonna. You know. You already know. I'd say first things first. Would you be a face or a heel? Is a good question. I don't know what that means. A heel a is a bad guy. guy. A face is a good guy. Yeah. Clearly a bad guy. Yeah. And I'm gonna be a massive narcissistic douchebag. Yeah. That is the trait. I'm gonna, All right. I'm going to be MJF part two. What's your, what's your like uh personality? Like what's your gimmick? I am a narcissistic asshole. You're just, you're just pure MJF. Pretty much. Okay. I, I'm, I'm like volume two. What about you, Eddie? For me. Or maybe we can go Riker first. If we want to, my voice save just the, cracked. If we want to save the actual That's, wrestling fucking weebos, weeaboos for fucking last. I guess we could do that. Would you be a good guy or a bad guy, Riker? I'd probably be a good guy. And, uh, Pussy! Like, 
fuck you. Go on. <laughs> off, the, off the top of my head, I'd probably do like a, a like a Roman gladiator thing, like a Hercules Greek god kind of thing. I like that. That's pretty cool. That's I sick. just need to oh, we're, bulk we're up picking. a hell of a lot. Oh, I guess I could come out like how I dress for my my concerts, just like in a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> the daddy fits. Your dad yeah, shirt. just a Hawaiian <laughs> shirt and like fake mustache. That reminds me of Carlito. Shorts. Yeah, I, how about I, the face of people who do not want to be cool? I'll just be a, I'll just be a massive like fuckboy douchebag. So it's maybe, bad. maybe, that's maybe, like, that's maybe like Carlito even... mixed with the Miz mixed yeah. with MJF. My yeah. thought immediately went to the Spanish God, <laughs> Sammy, Sammy Guevara. Guevara. Sammy Guevara. Oh. <laughs> he come he on, is he playing like a, a pretty big douchebag fuckboy fucking character right now. Yeah, Ty so, Conti isn't helping. My character could go either way, though. It could either just be a neutral or a bad guy. I feel like I would probably be a heel. Okay. I don't think there would be any way around that for me, just because like it seems like it's so much fucking fun, and I would I would just be like like a conniving fucking rat, to be honest with you. Like I would be just behind the scenes at all times, setting bullshit up. Anytime they tried to set me up for like a, a small rivalry, I'm DQing myself. I'm hitting someone in the nuts. I'm beating people with weapons behind the ref's back. Okay. I'm just, I'm, I'm a dirty fucking scumbag. Just fucking unadulterated. I like that. Yeah. What about you? For me, it's complicated because it goes two different, two different ways that I could go with it. Yeah, there's and, two different uh, options. Bad or good? No, I mean, I mean, gimmick wise, and honestly, both of them would be separate, you know, good or bad. So but a pirate? No. <laughs> Although there has been a pirate gimmick, yeah. and um, he was all right. Paul Birchall, and I don't know. yeah, I but, don't even know who that guy is. <laughs> but uh, well, that Eddie's that. Eddie's the biggest wrestling Anyways, nerd of anybody. So how how I would do it is either two different gimmicks. I could go heel, and it'd be a dark character. I've always loved dark characters. There's been wrestlers like Kane and Undertaker. Like a vampiro and, kind uh, of fucking yeah, face-painted character. Yeah, Gangrel. Uh, stuff like that. Like I've always loved the dark aesthetic, and every WWE 2K character I make has always been a dark character. Like face paint, corpse, corpse paint type wrestler. Like Stuff like that. It always looks undead, so I I could do something supernatural like that. I remember back in the day when Undertaker would do crazy stuff, like he crucified um, multiple people. Yeah, he, he crucified did it Stone, Stone Cold. Cold. Yeah, he put him on a cross, like MJF talked about. Raised it into the fucking sky. Yeah, and like so stuff like that, I would love that. But I'm also a huge fan of high fly wrestling, lucha style. Like mixing like uh, the Hardy bro- the Hardy Boys with like you know, Ricochet and um, like Dante Martin. You don't got the gymnastics training. I for know. That I shit, don't. Dude. I no. don't have the gymnastics. I've seen, for him, that. I've seen him on the stripper pole. Well, well, <laughs> he can kind of fling himself. Got you around. a point there, Bishop. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know because it would be a good. It would be a face. If I did went that route, like a high flyer, lucha type, Hardy Boys type, spot monkey. Oh, we're That's talking what they about, call it. We're talking about fucking like like styles of wrestling. Okay, fuck. That's a whole nother. Because <laughs> well, I, of well, course he's gonna bring in like yeah, because it's like more. you can't blend it. Could I be a supernatural character that's also lucha? I mean, yeah. I mean, 
You it, could say you have yeah. like black magic. You could be that's like, like a high flyer you. that does like fucking face painted shit. See, you I could mean, you, yeah. you could be the new the new version of that because I don't think really people have done that. Hey man, vampires I mean, vampires turn into bats. Something. Bats fly. Yeah. yeah, that's true. I mean, there's some dark characters that came out of like Lucha. I mean, Penta. Yeah, I was gonna say Penta had one like I think that. Hentai. Yeah. Hentai hentai is pretty dark sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we did a whole thirty minute podcast about wrestling. Wrestling. We yeah, we reached it. All right. I didn't think we were gonna be talking about wrestling the whole fucking time, but you guys got me hooked in it. Well, that subject lasted. I mean, we could go on. We could do like three or four fucking podcasts. Yeah, on we this could shit, probably. <laughs> Me and Eddie specifically, we, <laughs> just we could talk about this shit for hours, and we have. Oh, I know, I know you guys can. We do. <laughs> All right, we're gonna have to cut it there. Anal sex, perfect. <laughs>